which is great, but now suddenly you don't want that? You're listening to Jason Smith with Mike Harmon. Weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got two pros. You'll see a lot of guys do that. Though. And so what happened is... And one cup of joe. You want that smoke, LeVar? They disrespected yeah. me. Yeah. The pros, LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn. The cup of joe, Jonas Knox. And they're the new morning show you've been waiting for. That's it. Two pros and a cup of joe. Right here, 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Thursday on Fox, it's an AFC battle as the Broncos head to Cleveland to face Baker and the Browns. 10-5 touchdown! The action kicks off Thursday at 7.30 Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe, 97.7. We- it's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Lead Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haines, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. Beck, I see you've broken out the old uh, fall weather outfit. Oh, I got jeans on tonight, BC. Looking good. Oh, loving it. Got to pick good. something to be excited about around Rustin. Got a lot in the in the sports Bir- department. Birkenstock back. Yeah, Birkenstock <laughs> with the jeans. My Taves, wife loves nailed that. Nailed it, Taves. Nailed hey, it, Taves. We went to a birthday party on Saturday morning, and I ran. I was like outside doing stuff, so I had my jeans on, but I threw on the old Birkenstocks with my socks on. Like, I forgot I, to change. Kind of like this. I forgot to change before we went to the birthday party, and we were walking you- in. She's like, what are you wearing? Welcome was, to your mid-30s. I know, that's what I said. I said. I'm turning 30 next week. I'm just going to stop caring. <laughs> Is a Saturday morning birthday party more age 30 to 40? Oh. Of all time. What's even worse is the Sunday afternoon one I had oh, to go to. Oh, brutal, brutal, brutal. That's what brutal. I did this weekend, Ben. Two birthday parties, a couple Halloween Ooh. parties. Man, got to cover all the different avenues. I told Tabes this morning, the old kiddos dressed up six different times this past week, Beck Ains. Oh, so y- y'all are both in that overlap of not only are you still got wedding season going on, but now you've also got kitty uh, birthday my parties. wife's got about two more friends to get married and listen wouldn't mind if they're single for life tapes hey, i've been spreading rumors uh, about rachel's friends that hadn't got married yet so maybe they won't ask her to be in the wedding yeah you know, that's what i'm trying to do. it's expensive it is little high yeah but that's all we did all weekend Taves. we just chased the old kiddos around and uh watch the dogs fall 23 20 at old dominion monarchs get their first fbs win since november 10 2018 and uh yeah Beck, I'll be honest. Kind of felt like throughout the duration of this game, you could kind of feel it coming. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about you and your lock of the years, and I don't think any – I don't know if you would have been able to pick a game on this schedule that would have been safe, you know? That's a very good point. I mean, that what's is our, a very good how, point. What was the score of the North Texas game? Was it like 
24-17. Would have been a dicey yeah, line. I, we think, gotta, I think we were all, what, over 80 on, on the over-under on that one? Yeah. Yes. No, because, no. Actually, because I bet the under on that. Cause, uh, well, Kim we find out. out late in the week he yeah, was Yeah, out. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but so we the two games we won by a combined 10 points, Ben. Yeah. yeah. All the rest of the games, just a toss-up. Pretty tight. Pretty tight. You know, the over-under for Tech win total this season? Was four and a half. Was four and a half. And it's like Vegas a little smarter yeah, than us. Yeah, I thought about, you and I thought about road tripping to Vegas with all the money in our bank accounts and putting it on that. We are bringing and tapes, And boy, too. am I glad we didn't. <laughs> We're going to Shreveport. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, Tapes. Tapes, you're wild. You're so, wild. you look at this game between Louisiana Tech and ODU. Bulldogs outgained the Monarchs 335-311. Um... Listen, ODU is terrible, but at this point, uh, Louisiana Tech's not very good as well. Uh, fall to two and six overall, one and three in conference USA play. Like we mentioned, um, Monarchs first FBS win since November the 10th, 2018. Nick Rice with the walk off 46 yard field goal. Did you uh, think he was going to make it? Oh, dude, when he, when it, when he was coming out there, yes. When he hit it, yes. Went down the pipe would have been good from 86. 86? Oh, he put a boot in it. He had missed one earlier in the year uh, to give them a win over, can't remember who. He also missed a PAT earlier in the year uh, to lose a game against Buffalo Ooh. right at the end. So uh, I kind of felt like the moment might be too. I thought I felt like as he was jogging out there, just the, the thought of this being the first FBS win in a thousand days, which... A little asterisk, Ben, because uh, I, they didn't want to play football last year. That is very true. A little, I hate that stat. He's being threw that up, and I was like, of course. Of course they would throw that up. It's misleading, Ben. It tells a different story. Acting like they play a game every week for the last thousand days. Not those monarchs. No. A little scared to get on the turf last year. So what but was you it, know, by 2018? You want to know why the moment wasn't too big for them, though? No, a whole lot of fans in the stands back. Well, that and they probably realize even if we go go into overtime, we'll just win that. Win that. (laughs) Not a big deal, guys. Not a big deal. Uh, I guess the big news coming out of the game, obviously, Austin Kendall goes down uh, with 12 minutes 40 seconds left in the game after he hit little chicken nugget Smoke Harris on a 33 yard pass. Uh, Yet Kendall wasn't hit on the play. I think that's the more most concerning factor if you're a Louisiana Tech supporter slash Louisiana Tech fan. Uh, his status going forward would I would describe as murky. 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 Uh, questionable at best, uh, especially entering this week as they travel to UAB. Sounds a lot like our bowl chances. Oh, you Murky, to- questionable at best. Do you want to talk about the bowl chances? Well, I, would, I didn't know. Tabes, we, uh, you got the oxygen ready for Ben because, I mean, it's getting dicey it's, in it's, here. It's dicey and Get a little misty-eyed. To not get our bowl win every year, but to not even go to a bowl. Been a long time since I've had to deal with no bowl Ben. I don't know if that river's murky. I, I think just, that river may be completely dry. Caves, I'm dry just a little bit worried. Uh, mathematically, boys, it's not impossible. It's like the Orioles being 35 out with 35 to play. Not mathematically impossible, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Possibly this time next week we'll be there. But uh, need to win the Final Four in the regular season. Uh, like we said, Austin Kendall's status is in doubt. Uh, looks like if Kendall can't go, I would imagine J.D. Head will make his first career start, I guess if you're a Louisiana Tech fan. Uh, a little bit of a glimpse into the future. Yeah. 
That so, makes it fun to watch. Yeah, you know, the whole uncontrollable part of all this is is the fact that Kendall... Ben, does he just say, you know what? No. He doesn't? Not, that, think, t- not no that type of kid. You don't think? Not that type of kid. He said, hey, I'm banged up. Ain't need hanging to be, it, up. it would need to be well to sell some pharmaceuticals. But he'll be here through the duration. You think he'll be? No, I'm not saying he won't leave. I'm just saying, do you just say, hey, I'm going to. It's Or as a coaches, you're like, all right, we're not making a bowl probably. I mean, I think that's a possibility. Uh, let's go ahead and start the JD era. I think that's a possibility. But do you honor the commitment you made to Kendall and said, listen, you, you came in. At, at some point, I, I have heard that argument all week. But yeah, I'm just Ames, curious. I'll be honest with you for a sec. At some point, as as well as Austin Kendall has played at different points of the year, uh, I don't think anybody would deny how tough the kid is. I mean, he has oh, been no out, question. Not th- a question. There's no doubt he's been banged up throughout probably the last four or five games. But at some point, the program has to be more important than or bigger than one individual player. And so that's Especially why... Especially one that's not going to be around next year. Exactly. And, and so that's why I don't think I'm necessarily totally against. If you want to say, hey, J.D. Head... It's your it's your it's your season. Like you got four games to prove that you're the guy for 2022. And if you're not, there's the possibility that we're dipping into the transfer portal again. Well, my my thing is too is you got Luke Anthony coming back next year allegedly, right? I mean, yes. So allegedly. do you do you give JD a little? Hey, here's some games. No, get, go win the job. Ready. Go win the job. Get ready for the no, competition. That, if you throw him the ball for the last four games, that has to be what you tell him. I mean, it's go win the job. I, I mean, there, there's no other bones about it. I, I think that has to be uh, the obvious the obvious reason that you would make that move. Right. I'll be honest. Listen, I'm excited if he gets on the field Saturday and does make his first career start. Listen, I'm excited to see what a young quarterback can do. No doubt. At this point, we... You just need you don't have a whole lot different. to lose. Yeah, you don't got anything. To, I mean, maybe you wait till you're not bowl eligible if you get there. You know, maybe that's maybe the, so. A lot of coaching psychology here. You don't want to give the illusion you're giving up. And, and Wes says, how many more games would Tech had have had won if Skip Holtz had gone to the locker right, room? Last how many five games have we lost? Six, five, six. We probably won six more. <laughs> well, bet. Well, Wes, you heard it from back here live on Sports Talk ninety six to seven more, Wes. Let's <laughs> be honest for a sec. How crazy is it that six? Of eight, six of Tech's eight games have come down to one possession. It's not that crazy. Four man. of Tech's six losses have come down to the very last play yeah, of the game. It's not that, it's not that crazy. Oh, you're used to it. No, I'm just saying Tech, Tech has an ability to play with anybody in the country. It's a fair point. Minus. Can't argue. The old Alabama. But, uh, minus UTEP. <laughs> minus UTEP. Minus the snoozer in El Paso. Yeah, that was the bye week sleepies, man. We talked about that already. Uh, yeah. Yep. Didn't get off the bus. That's a good point. Uh, real quick, got a couple minutes here before we get to our first timeout. Uh, Conference USA. It appears that Judy uh, has been working off the clock, potentially. Uh, looks like the league might add New Mexico State, Liberty, Jacksonville State, and Sam Houston State. Is Jacksonville State the fighting... Wow, I forgot his name. Deion... No, uh... Ben. No, it's not Dion. It's not Dion's. No, that's What's Jackson, bro. Ah, close. Close enough! It's close! They are located in the state of Alabama. Uh, top 10 FCS program. Same goes for Sam Houston State. Uh, Sam Houston's actually defending FCS national champion. It's so, probably time for them to come up to the old FBS, don't you think? Why not? Why not? And hey, if you look at Sam Houston Stadium, though, it's so Southland Conference. It is it? Oh, but... 
Is the rival is Rustin High competing? Stadium built into the side of a hill. No. Greek letters in the no. end zone. The Coliseum. Oh yes. Just like the Coliseum. We got a couple of texts. Yeah. Oh, Cookie says, I'm sorry guys, but I have more of a chance to be the coach at TCU. Interesting choice. Then Tech has a chance of making a bowl game this year. You're right. And Cookie. by the way, my coaching credentials, I was an assistant at the junior high level. Uh assistant Just saying, coach of the year. Just saying, there's no chance the LaTeX is going to a bowl game. Fair Listen, enough. if we're going to drop a game and drop out of bowl eligibility, it's probably going to be this weekend. Probably so. But J.D. Head may start. Aaron Allen may start. Austin Kendall may start. We don't know. We don't. We'll discuss it more coming up at 7 o'clock at 6.15. Brooke Storr, head coach of the Lady Texers, will join us as the Lady Texers Get set to open their season, I believe, a week from today. Eric Conker will join us at 645. Duncan Dogs open their season a week from tonight on the road at Alabama. It's an 8 p.m. tip next Tuesday night on SEC Network. Pretty good timing. Not going to lie. There's a lot of people that are probably ready to switch the old sports. Yeah. Change gears. Change gears a little bit. Look forward to some more optimism. Some more chances. When you're 0-0 in the yeah. hardwood. At least you don't know. You still got a little hope out there. <laughs> a little bit of hope. Like we mentioned, we'll discuss the additions coming into Conference USA, Jacksonville State, Sam Houston, Liberty, the Fighting Q Freezes. How about that? One? Oh, that's right. He's still there. Yes. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Fighting Q Freezes and uh, New Mexico State. Uh, speaking of the Dunkin' Dogs, give me a 25-second rundown. Of what do you expect from the Dunkin' Dogs? Should be pretty good. Really? Pick, pick number two in conference That's USA. Not bad. Yeah, it should be pretty good. Of course, Kenneth Lofton Jr., Kobe Williams, Crawford. Hey, Kenneth Kenneth Lofton Jr. ought to put some butts in the seats this year. Talk about having will a he big offseason. Will he get your butt into a seat? Yeah, I might come to a game. Uh, tapes. I don't. Not many chances to get to watch a gold medalist. Oh, so you might make yeah. it to one game. I'm just saying, nobody had a bigger offseason than that guy. Uh, there yeah. wasn't a plural. No, it wasn't tapes, and that concerns me about uh. Oh, by I'll week. give him a chance to woo me, is what I'm saying. 7 o'clock, we'll also discuss Louisiana Tech's road trip to UAB, like we mentioned. Blazers are 13.5-point favorites. Beck, I will be in the comfort of my own home. on Watching your 27-inch TV on the mantle. There ain't no doubt about it. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. When we come back, Brooke Store, head coach of the Lady Texans, will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. 
please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for National. Dot bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Sports Talk. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor. joining us on the hotline, head coach of the Lady Texters, Brooke Store. Coach Store, how are we doing tonight? Doing great, how are you guys? We are doing fantastic. I know you mentioned earlier today when we had the press conference that uh, I believe you said Practice number 25 coming up for the Lady Texters tomorrow. How excited are you and your team that the season is just right around the corner? You know, it's that time of year where football is uh, in obviously in the, in the heat of it and we're getting down to uh, the colder weather. It's exciting because we've had Halloween and we always know when this time rolls around that uh, first tip is coming pretty soon. So, we're pretty excited. Um, our girls are looking forward to getting out there against someone other than each other and our guys' practice squad. So um, it, it's exciting, and, uh, you know, everybody's 0-0 zero and zero at this point in the year, so there's a lot of hope and a lot of uh, optimism, and especially with this group we have this year. So looking forward to it. And, and breaking in nine new players, obviously we'll get to those girls in just a second, but how important is it when you are breaking in nine new players, how important is it for an Annalar Robertson or a Kiana Walker to really step up and lead uh, throughout these practices going back into the summer up until we are where we are now uh, to get your team uh, not only ready to play, but to develop some team chemistry as well? Yeah, it's, it's a critical. Um, you know, when you've got leadership that has the experience that those two do, um, it's really big. And for them, you know, being two players that are – huge contributors and have been in their time here, um, it's even more important and valuable. So I think it's something that they've taken both taken a, a big step in. Uh, it's something we challenged them in the offseason um, as we were in spring meetings and then heading in into some time off before we got to summer access of just how to take that next step as an individual player um, and leader. And it, it's been really neat to watch them grow in that aspect. So it's it's critical for them to take that role um, and not only just do it vocally, um, but to show up every day and, and be the best competitor out there on the court, the hardest workers. The, and they're doing that. They bring it every day, and it's been really neat uh, to watch our other players rally around them and, and listen to them and, and kind of take their advice. They know what to expect. They've been through conference play. They've been through a, a normal season. They've been through a, a COVID season. So they've been through a little bit of everything. And so for those new players – just they're, they understand and they're able to help uh, communicate our expectations and how we do things and what, what's expected on a daily basis 
for those new players. So that's been really helpful to us. And you guys were able to add four transfers in the offseason. How beneficial has the transfer portal been, especially from a standpoint where you're 14-10 and 10 last year, you're 8-8 eight eight in the league, but with the new tra- – I guess it's not as new anymore, but with the transfer portal, you can go fill some immediate needs and get some immediate contributors into the program. Yeah, I think it's it's been great. I mean, it's the portal. You you lose some and you gain some. It giveth and it taketh away. So um, we've tried to – I think we can all sit back as coaches and go, I don't like this, whatever. But you've got to embrace it. And, and I think we've seen, you know, the one thing in the last few years, especially the last two years with COVID and everything else, with transfer portal and new red legislation and um, NIL and everything else, you've got to be able to adapt, and you can't be stuck in your old ways. You've got to um, make the most of what the current situation is, and you've got to continue to evolve as coaches and um, as program managers. And I think the terms roster management have become a greater of greater importance um, than anything else out there. And it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of let's watch kids grow for four years, and we hope that we do that. But in all actuality, that's not happening across the country. And so – We've got to put together the best roster that we can um, each year, and I think we've we've done that with this group, and we're really looking forward to getting them out there and um, watching them against someone other than each other. And two of those post players, Kate Thompson, Jadonna Davis. Uh, Thompson, a little bit of the younger variety. Davis, with a lot of experience at the collegiate level. Uh, to mix them in with Anna Lar and all the success that she had, really. Uh, I, I guess it really upticked the second half of last year. Uh, that post-depth, that ability to play matchups, that ability to go big at times, how big and how key will that be for you guys uh, this season? Oh, I think it'll be big. I think it, especially as we get into conference play and you're able to utilize some of that. You know, in our league, you see a lot of um, athletic fours that are more uh, perimeter-oriented. We play a lot of styles that are um, – four out, you know, we're going to spread people out, and I think we'll be able to use that to our advantage um, and, and go back to the first couple of years we were here when we had an Alexis Malone that was able to bang in there and um, just to be able to have depth. You know, I just don't think you can win a championship with one or two. I think you have to have multiple, and, um, you know, I feel like we, we have that now, and, and if we continue to stay healthy and continue to develop, I think those three will be really solid inside for us. And looking at the point guard position, obviously Razel Gento uh, moves on due to graduation. Amber Dixon transfers out. Uh, I know you guys were able to add some in the backcourt, and I know you're really excited to see Salma Bates as well. Yeah, she's been really uh, just a steady hand for us. Um, she's a, a really creative passer and just kind of finds the open player. Um, she's not going to be like a Kiana Walker where she's just going to blow by somebody. She's very calculated. Um, but really crafty with the ball. She can score it, um, but that's not her first inclination. Her her job is to get people involved, and she's really creative with the ball in her hands and uh, a lefty. And so it's it's kind of been fun to watch her play. She's shooting the ball well right now um, in in workouts and in practice. So um, I, I have no doubt she'll be. You know, it's it's one thing to have to replace a senior um, with a with a freshman it's something completely different to replace them with someone that's been in a college program for two years and so I think just that experience whether it's good experience or bad experience 
it's still experience, and that experience matters. And, and two, you know, going back to that, she's the point guard. She's the, the court general, the one that makes everything go, uh, I guess, really on both ends of the floor. And that leadership aspect, obviously she's in her third year, but her first year in the program, how have you seen her adapt to kind of being that leader on the floor and getting you guys into your sets offensively without turning the basketball over? Yeah, she's not an extremely vocal player. Like, she's not really loud, but she has a really good um, command, and the players respect her, and she has a really good way about her. We actually – I showed a clip one day in practice during the or during a summer workout, and just the subtle um, nuance of – Coming at the end of a play, you know, we caught her on film of just walking over to Kate Thompson and explaining something. We were in a little four-on-four drill, and she wasn't loud about it, but she basically was just telling her what she needed her to do in that situation. And I think the players respond to that well, and I just think it's a it's a good fit for her, and she's really embracing that ownership. Um, and then we also have Sylvia on the TV, um, a freshman from Italy, who's going to see – um, considerable amount of time, and we may play both of them together a good bit too. So she's got size on the perimeter. Um, we're bigger, and and I think that's one thing as far as being able to see the floor and deliver passes, you know, and play off a ball screen. Both of those, both Salma and Sylvia, have that ability, and I think that's something that just having that size, um, you know, really helps to see everything. And I, I believe I was looking at the roster, and you you have three players that are from foreign countries. You talked earlier about adapting and figuring out this new age, this new world of college basketball. But you as a coach, having some of these players come across into America, um, do you have to coach them a little differently? How do you get them integrated into the culture that they'll be surrounded with in everyday life? You know, I think it's just the same for us. If we, we love and serve our players and try to do that in a way that allows them to be successful academically, athletically, and socially. And I think for them, it's trying to make them comfortable. And, they, you know, they've uprooted their whole world um, and moved across, you know, the globe um, to play a game. But the one thing that I love is, um, like, a great story about Sylvia, a freshman uh, from Italy. She comes over and she's playing. She competed in the uh, – under-19 world championships for Italy, just like Junior Lofton did for the USA. And so she played for uh, Italy's team in the same event that he played for the USA. And so um, she missed a majority of our summer, our team stuff. So she gets here basically the week after everybody else has gone for a little bit of a break before they come back for fall quarter. And um, we have a week with her there. And then everybody comes back and she goes into our training room to get taped, to get ready for practice, and looks at our trainer, Mandy Miller, and says, um, I need to go get my phone so I can I can video this so you don't have to do this for me every day. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, and I thought that was priceless, but it completely explained it. Just she's got such a different perspective than what our American kids do, and Mandy loved it. It she just got a grateful heart, and so it's really cool. And especially at the point guard position, just being a servant and you know trying to make people around her better, uh, just has a completely different way of looking at things than maybe some of our American kids. So um, it's neat for our players to experience a different culture, um, and you know we try to embrace that with each one of them that we have come in, and we all try to learn from that and. 
uh, again, it's basketball. And so I think for some of them, you know, adjustment to rules, you know, like 10-second backcourt, they have eight seconds, different shot clock, um, different rules, um, free throw lane, you know, things like that that just have to get used to. But um, as far as anything else, it's just basketball. It's trying to make them feel comfortable so they compete at the at their best. Looking at the schedule, uh, obviously three games in, you get a tough road trip to Ole Miss. Uh, also get an opportunity to travel to Boulder to take on Boise State, Colorado. Uh, you really are going to challenge your girls before conference play starts up in January. Yeah, I think it's important that we do that. We need to make sure that we know. Um, you know, we, I think everybody can kind of pad their schedule and, and rack up wins and do those things, but we want to make sure that we know what we have. And if there are things that we need to work on or really um, address, we can do that in the non-conference. And I think we'll be able to do that very well with um, a tough contest at Ole Miss um, and then going to Colorado and playing um, Boise State and Colorado there. So um, being able to do that, a couple of power fives on the road, a uh, neutral court game against um, Boise State, who's a perennial NCAA tournament team, will be a big test for us. And, and I think it's one our, our players will welcome. Coach, great stuff this, tonight. Looking forward to seeing you guys uh, on the floor next Tuesday night at home against Jarvis Christian. Sounds great. Can't wait to have those fans back in the tack. I know last year was such a strange uh, situation, but we missed the hoop troop. We missed our fans. We missed having everybody in there and having that environment. So we're looking forward to it. I think this is a group that um, our fans can really get behind and, and be excited and proud of. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Brooks Store, head coach of the Lady Texters, joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio as they get set to open their season Seven days. Exactly seven days from right now, Beck Hayes. Jarvis Christian coming to the tack. Jarvis Christian. Looking to build on a 14-10 and 10 season from a year ago. Okay. Well, four transfers brought in. Oh. Well, South moves. Alabama, little Tulane, little Pittsburgh. Let's see you, Coach. Well, Wisconsin. <laughs> I love the cheeseheads up in Wisconsin. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Conference USA. Judy, she's making moves. We'll break it all down after the break. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with Bimble Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bimble Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. Motors in Arcadia. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Your wait is finally over. Football season has finally arrived, and your home for all the action is right here on Sports Talk 97.7. Monday through Friday, get that morning commute going with B.C. Kramer 
and the one and only, thank goodness, Puffy, with The Edge from 7 to 9 a.m. Every afternoon, it's the show that's often imitated, never duplicated, Northeast Louisiana's longest-running daily sports talk show, The Sports Company, taking you home from 3 to 6 p.m. On Saturday morning, grab that cup of coffee and get ready for the day in college football with the Nick Brown Show from 8 to 10. On Saturday mornings from 10 to 11, the tradition continues as we go into year 16 of the High School Football Rewind, where we recap all of the great Friday night prep action. Then on Saturday afternoons, three hours before kickoff, live from Two Dudes Brewing Q, it's our local LSU pregame show, Tiger Talk. Listen for yourself and find out why nobody does football like sports talk. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Conference USA making moves. Hey, let me tell you something. The Mac can have Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee. Judy says forget it. I'll go get four more, and then I'll keep piling on, and then I'll get a 30 for 30 about the league, and I won't give it to ESPN because they tried to kill my league. She wants to get a lifetime contract in Conference USA. Ain't happening. You don't think? Nate says Tech won't lose again. Nate, we got a really good hospital in Ruston. Just get in your car, head on down there a little bit. Nate, go check in. <laughs> go, check, go check yourself, Nate. Nate, bold, bold take. Bold, bold take, Nate. All right. Beck, correct me if I'm wrong, but you got some bold, bold takes on four of these schools that Conference USA's added, correct? Yeah, I wouldn't go bold, but I... You got some, I got some comparisons. Takes. I got some comparisons. Okay, okay. We like comparisons. Let's start well, out... Let's, 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 let's start out west. You're going to have to give me With New Mexico State. Oh, New Mexico State. Um, They're going to be the travel partner of the old snoozer of the week, UTEP. Mm. Your thoughts or your comparison for the Aggies. And these are not the Texas A&M Aggies. No, no. But hold on. Let me add this real quick. From a basketball perspective, New Mexico State's been to the big dance five in the last seven years. That's that's five more times than Old Tech. Uh, great point. That the golden nugget of the night. Yeah. All right. Thirty three minutes. Got that in. from the old stat guy. The old stat guy checking it out. Here we uh, go. All right. Fill me in. You tell me what you think of New Mexico State. And I'll tell you what I think. Um. Listen, I think it's a good basketball ad. They're a decent baseball program. If you go play baseball out in Las Cruces. Yeah, what's the field like? I know you uh, love to talk about UTEP. Uh, no. New Mexico State's a launching pad. Oh, uh, the, um, the thin air up there. Actually got to play there one time. Almost at a home run in practice? Uh, actually was on home run duty during BP. You got a little sweaty, did you? They were having the old sorority party in the outfield. Tough luck for BC to be the old ball boy out there. They weren't. They weren't taking too kind of the flow. Uh, no, they weren't. But I'll also add, great Applebee's, great McDonald's in Las Cruces. <laughs> well, it's funny you say McDonald's, man. Really? Yeah, because I, I just thought you know there's a lot of really crappy teams out there just like them. You know, they're every, <laughs> they're everywhere. But uh, bottom line has been they gross and the ice mean, ice cream machine's always broken. So there you it's, go. It's just not. It's not good. 
it's we, not we good. compare them to McDonald's. Yeah, just a little bit. Not even the double quarter pounder. There's a, it's not hard to be not great at football. That, it's not hard. It's, it's a fair point. They did lose. They're to, everywhere. They did lose to UTEP this year. So did we. So did we. We got to be careful, BC. We got to be careful. Sorry we'll about just that. call like it is. Tech not having a good year. Okay. Not having a great not year. Not having a good year. Not having a great. All right. Let's shift to Liberty. The Fighting Hugh Freeze. You're going to love this one. The Flames, I think, athletically, we're all aware of what Liberty is uh, with some of their past presidents, all all that type of stuff. Athletically, great ad. Yeah. My comparison here is the old Papa John's, Ben. A big brand, but both the presidents, they can't stay out of trouble. (laughs) Can't stay out of trouble, BC. I know you like that one. Oh, I mean, you got it. Well, Papa John's. Well, Papa John's <laughs> got the old head guys. Can't uh, can't keep it straight. All right, let's move to the Gamecocks of Jacksonville State. Actually, let's save them for last. Okay, fair okay. enough. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, let's move to the Bearcats with a K. Yes, Sam Houston State. I, I had when I googled them at first. I thought I found a high school team. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's them. It's the hey, defending FCS national champs. That's right. We got to give them knocked credit. off the Dunkin' Dogs and hoops, I believe, two years ago. Right. So I got White Castle on this one, BC. Uh, not really well known around here. No, nope. Sam Houston. They're not. Some people like them though. Do they? I guess. You we know, guess. I hear rumors about people liking White Castle. Well, Never White had it myself. <laughs> Small burgs, been small time football, but they do dominate the slider market. Okay, you got to give it to they them. They do dominate. They dominate the it. So if you're a if you're a regular bird, you got to watch your buns. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. coming. There Here we come the Bearcats with a Ste- K. Stepping up to the big leagues of old Conference USA. I hope so. they can get more than seven thousand fans to Woo. check out those Greek letters in yeah. the whole end zone. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's close it out with the Gamecocks of Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. Last but not least. Hold on. Well, maybe maybe least. Maybe least, Ben. Are they? You tell me. Former employer of David Blackwell. Really? Tech defensive coordinator. How about that? I got them as a hot pocket, Ben. I'm going to be honest with you. Nothing fancy. They're going to burn you every now and then. Shout out to Florida State. Oh, shout out out to the nose. They'll burn you every now and then. But if you're in Tech's situation, Ben, you're just glad the old hot pocket's in the back of the freezer. You know what I'm saying? You're all reliable. You're just glad you got something to munch on. Oh, this is like you come in after the bar night at 2.30 a.m. at Jacksonville State. They ain't looking too bad, are they? Oh, they ain't looking looking too too bad bad. when you get home that late. Beck, I like it. I like when you bring your wisdom. You know, I just go with what hits me right off the bat, and that's what I got. The hot pocket. You nailed that one. You nailed it. That's why I wanted to save it for last, Ben. All right. So, listen, Conference USA, there's been so many different names. I think there's a report today by Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports that Judy and the Conference USA office have been contacted by over 30 universities. I think we can be pretty upfront. How many of those were like, hey, don't call us, okay? <laughs> don't, 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 even, don't even ask. Michigan, don't call. Don't, don't call. call. Don't call. Uh, I think we can be pretty honest with ourselves for a second, say that uh, 25 of these at least are FCS programs. Yeah. And but, you know, Judy's probably sitting there <laughs> – Probably and lean back in her chair and be like, man, are we wanted or are we wanted? You know what I'm saying? People be phones ringing off the hook. While she hits the hey, climb. Let me put out a little statement. We've been in talks. 
Yep. Talking to a lot of folks. Want a regional hey. conference, hey. so we're going to add Jacksonville State, hey. Liberty. We're going to go Alabama. We're going to go Virginia, and then we're going to hit New Mexico. Just telling you, there's a lot of interest in Old Conference USA. Uh, so you look at the schools. Let, let's assume here for a second that Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee make the move to the MAC, which I think is stupid for those two schools. But do you think it's all but done? Yes, but I think it's stupid. Like, why, if you're Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky, would you move to a league that in the past, I don't know, four or five years, you've heard of major financial issues at Akron, Eastern Michigan, Kent State, Central Michigan dropped some programs after COVID. Like I, it's not an impressive. I don't think it dissolves, but I think it's it's just an odd ad. And plus, Western Kentucky has not signed a player north of Kentucky in like two years. Well, I hate to break it to you, if you move to the MAC, you ain't signing players out of the state of Florida anymore. Like Mama and Daddy ain't making the trip to Toledo on a Wednesday night. Gotta work. PTO runs out in a hurry when you got to take two or three days off a week from action. Hey, Western Kentucky on the map this week because former quarterback Mike White Mike White led the old Jets, Jets, Jets to a W over my Bengals. I think it's J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. But, yeah, big win over Mike for Mike White. Uh, so, if you're comfortable, you say. He dice up Tech a time or two? Uh, yeah, he did it a couple times in his career, as a matter you of saw, fact. I saw a guy put... Uh, Maybe a thousand dollars on um, Mike White to lead this weekend's games in passing yards. What a lot of money! One twenty-five grand would be pretty nice, Beck. That is, um, that's quite the quite the bet. Yeah, how about that? Go buy yourself bet. a lottery ticket, my friend, if you're that lucky. Seriously, oh, goodness! Not only did he do it, he did it in dramatic fashion. I know. I know. Big win for the Jets. Gotta love Michael Carter as well. All right, Middle Tennessee, like we said, we're assuming Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky are moving to play Maction. Of course, Maction starts the night. When do you expect that to become official? I would imagine sometime this week. I'll be Uh, looking out for that. Yeah, tonight, Maction starts first Tuesday night in November. There ain't nothing better. Oh, Ty corrected me. He said 125000 not 25000 Great dub for that guy. Sorry to keep interrupting you, but that's just... Sorry about cutting you short on that guy. Um, But... Um, if you're looking at the next ad, so right now with these four schools that are, I guess, looks like they're going to be added, you're at seven all-sports programs. You have to be at eight playing all sports. Uh, so you got to add one more, obviously. Um, I think from a football perspective, the next two calls go to UConn and UMass. <laughs> so did – oh, Ben. Those are rough. Road trip to Amherst, Massachusetts. Oh. Are you in? No. And those are like the bottom of the barrel of Do Division you one, not right? want to play the fighting Dan Orlovsky's and UConn? Does UMass still play in the Gillette Stadium, or is that just that one time? That was one time. Oh. Tommy worked out that sweet deal. Did he? Yeah. Who was our boy that had a the zillion yards? The only time yards? he negotiated. What, what? Who had a zillion yards in that game for Tech? Carlos. Carlos! 326 yards, five that. tutties. Pretty, Ooh. uh... Pretty uh, big, big game for Carlos. So, I don't know how Conference USA ends up shaping out. I, I think at this point it's pretty safe to say uh, that the league will survive in some form or fashion. I don't think it's going to be 
all that pretty, uh, especially in terms of football. I think you look at basketball, it's a pretty decent basketball conference. But when you're left with UTEP, Louisiana Tech, and FIU as a – Would UConn come play basketball in our conference? I hope – no, they would not. They'd be football only, but I hope that we could – you said it's got to be all sports. They wouldn't be an all-sport ad. They'd be a football only. I would hope that they would get the old home and home. Yeah, but why why would they – they play in the said, Big East. They're not giving. That I know, up. but I'm saying you just said that you have seven all. And I said you got to add one more all. So why would you add UConn? You would add both of them. You need football schools. Oh, you need a football school. Yeah, bro. Oh, I see what you're saying. You need a school that has all sports, not all the schools. Unnamed texter says Amherst, Massachusetts, is lovely in November. <laughs> lovely, beautiful fall hey, leaves, and you all know, the and cold. When me and Ben are trying to evaluate our vacation spots, lovely is at the top of our list. And fall leaves. Oh, and. F- you know, that's funny you say that. My wife always My says, dad. I want to go somewhere where the leaves are pretty. Why do you think I went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming like, babe, in late walk, October, Beck Hanks? Walk outside, there's leaves everywhere. Holy cow, get a rake and get to work. Unbelievable. Probably but, have to take Mrs. BTBs, both of them. Might have to take them on a trip. Might have like, to take them hey, on a trip. Hey, heard it's lovely. We're going. <laughs> We're going to go check out UMass and UConn. We're making fun of it now, but you know me and, Brent, me and Ben will be standing in front of a tree. Taking our a wife, pic. Taking her picture. You'll put, see it on the gram. Putting that crap on Instagram gonna with pre- a sweet filter. Ain't even going to pretend like we got a say in that. No, we don't. Taves knows it firsthand. He tells me all the time that BC don't have no control in right. his home. Taves, is Ben's front door not the most photographed thing in Ruston? <laughs> in Ruston? Try the state of Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. If I don't see a BC front door I could put an advertisement on the front of that thing with as much play you as it should, gets. You just put a BTB sticker and you'll have 100 more Ooh. subscribers by Saturday. There ain't no doubt. Let's go ahead there next time out. When we come back, Eric Cockle, head coach of the Duncan Dogs, will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, two pre-owned lots, 
local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Backhand, John Tabor. Sports Talk at 97.7. On this crisp, it is a crisp November evening in in Ruston, Louisiana. Let's go to the hotline. You got head coach of the Dunkin' Dogs, Eric Cockle. Coach Cockle, how we doing tonight? Doing great. How are you guys tonight? We are fantastic. I know last night we had the opportunity uh, to attend Tech Madness. How awesome was it for you just to get some fans back in the stands? Uh, season's right around the corner. It was terrific. One, it was it was really cool to see our guys in their home whites. We haven't seen the full game jerseys on our guys in a long time, and then, but most of all, was to see our fans, see a lot of supporters. Uh, familiar, uh, friendly faces in the Thomas Assembly Center to get excited about some Bulldog basketball. Yeah, no doubt about it. And so going back, obviously you guys have been uh, spending a lot of time in the gym getting ready for the season. Um, a, a lot of returners, obviously, uh, many are familiar with Kenneth Lofton Jr. Isaiah Crawford both voted uh, to the preseason all-conference team. Kobe Williams, I know he was named a captain for you guys along with Xavier Christian, Amari Archibald back as well. How much will you guys be leaning on some of that veteran leadership throughout the year? We'll lean on them a whole lot, BC. I mean, that's, I think, what programs are all about. When you have leadership, you've got experience, you've got veterans in your program, and we have those things. We have some guys that have been with us for five years, and Amari Archibald and David Christian, and then we've got some other guys that, now, Stacey Thomas is in his fourth year. Uh, Isaiah Crawford and Kobe Williams in their third year. Um, and then you've got uh, Junior and, and Kenny Hunter in their second year. So it's great to have some guys that know what's expected of them, know what they were about, and then being able to work with our new players uh, on the system, on the style, on our culture, and uh, we get that from our returners. It's great. And, and you talk about Amari Archibald and Xavier Christian, two guys that chose to come back for a fifth year. Um, I, I know you don't probably want to pat yourself on the back too much, but those guys obviously had other options to move on to different places potentially. Uh, how much of that is a testament to the culture that you guys have built during your time in Ruston? Well, I think it says a lot about a lot of things. I think it says, a lot about our basketball program. It says a lot about our athletic department and the in the culture there. It says a lot about our university and then also our community. These guys feel very much attached to this place. Uh, they feel uh, valued. They feel uh, loved here. And then they also feel like they're getting better. And then I also know from these guys in particular, they just feel like we've got a chance to do something special. And there's also been some history with that. Jacoby Pemberton was in his fifth year last year. The year before that, Derek Jean spent five years here. So 
Um, very, very blessed and, and fortunate to have a number of guys that just feel that type of connection to Weekend Attack and Rustin. And you guys have added three transfers in the offseason. David Green from Hofstra, uh, LaDamian Bradford, actually a Jonesboro native, transfers back from Texas A&M. And then, of course, Keeson Willis from Incarnate Word. Uh, how's the progress been for them, and how comfortable have you guys been able to get those guys into your system uh, throughout the practice time this fall? Progress has been great and ongoing, and that continues for every single guy in our program. I will say the first thing is all three of them have been integrated into the family atmosphere very, very well, and we thought that ahead of time. Actually, all three we had some type of interaction with while they were in high school, so it wasn't like this was brand new. So we felt good about that, and then the connections with our guys and the the open arms that the, the returners had for them has been tremendous. And they're good players. Each one of them can add something to our team. And you talk about Keaston Willis specifically. How important uh, will his outside shooting be for you guys, uh, not only from behind the three-point line, but also his ability to go get a bucket when you might need one from one of those perimeter scores? Really important, BC. He can score, and he can shoot. And there's sometimes people think that that just goes hand-in-hand, but he can really shoot the basketball. Uh, He played with a lot of volume at his previous school uh, on this year's team with this group of guys, we're going to look to have him score the basketball. But then he can also be someone who, when Junior gets double teamed, it can be kicked to, and he can really stretch it. He's also a guy that can get to the paint and make some decisions, score the ball, create for other people. So we're, we're excited about what he can do for us. Shooting the three-point shot is such a weapon, and he definitely has that for us. And, you know, talking about Kenneth Lofton, obviously had the big freshman year, wins the gold medal this summer. Um, He's the guy that probably gets the fans in the gym from a personality standpoint as well. But the guy that gets overlooked is his other front court mate, Isaiah Crawford. He's a, he's, to me, he's the quiet assassin. On any given night, he, you could look up and he'd have 26, and you're like, where'd that come from? How have you guys been able to challenge him going into year, year three to continue to assert himself? I know, especially late last year, you started to give him more ball-handling responsibilities as well. Well, you're right about all those things. He, he loves Kawhi Leonard, uh, a quiet person, um, doesn't get too high. You know, it doesn't get too low. He's always pretty even, whether he's dunking the basketball or whatever might be happening. But he's got a way of making the right basketball play. We scrimmaged the other day, um, inter-squad scrimmage, and he played the one, he played the three, he played the four, he played the five. He's a guy that we can put all over the place, and he knows every position on the floor. He's very smart. Uh, he's not wearing the big knee brace anymore. We feel like he's even more mobile. He's added some just strength and just more to his game. He's uh, maturing. So we're really excited about Isaiah. and We're challenging him to just to be more of a leader, to be uh, more vocal as that leader. And now that he's an upperclassman, we're going we're gonna to need it from him. And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. Obviously, Will Allen, uh, I think you mentioned he went out for the year with an injury. Uh, how important is it for Stacey Thomas or Kenny Hunter to provide you uh, with 10, 15 minutes a night off the bench behind Junior? It's big, and it's one of the reasons why we, we always want to have depth and guys really go at each other and make each other better. And, and Will Allen was off to a really good start, uh, had some really nice moments as a young freshman, so we're going to miss him. 
But this was absolutely the best decision for him long term, and even this year. He had to get that uh, fixed in his shoulder. But Stacy Thomas and Kenny Hunter both have a great opportunity in the front court. Uh, we want to be able to play big at times. Um, we've got opportunities for those guys to be able to defend and rebound and make plays. So, uh, you know, they've had some really good moments in practice. They've each gotten better since last year. And looking ahead, obviously, season opener next Tuesday night. Uh, obviously, you guys play Mississippi College in an exhibition Thursday. But to start with Alabama on the road out of the gate, uh, do you like playing that high of quality of opponent right away? Or would you like to ease into things a little bit? Well, with our schedule this year, we didn't have much choice, BC. We were trying to find games when we can find them. And, but, but very honestly, I, I like playing great teams. And it, it's a chance for us to get a really, really early look at where we are and what we need to get better at and what's working, what, what needs to have some refinement early. And uh, Alabama's you know, nationally ranked, they're going to be really, really good. Um, we've done this in the past where we've played a really strong team early, Wichita State, South Carolina, um, some others right away the first game of the year. So this, this is a great opportunity for us to play on national TV and, and play against a great opponent. And obviously you don't want to look too far ahead, but I don't, I don't think it's any secret that this team you have coming back and this team that you've put together uh, is considered one of the upper-tier, upper-echelon teams in Conference USA. How do you... How do you coach your guys knowing that, hey, guys, like we got a target on our back and we got to be ready to go uh, for 40 minutes every night? Well, I think some of that comes from, from being at Louisiana Tech. I mean, there's guys in this program, they know what's expected of them. Um, you know, we've, we've had uh, some level of success where you you're, want to play at a high level and you're going to play against teams. But I will say this. I, I think that this is a, just a really hungry team. Um, we ended last year on a, on a good note, but we've got we've got goals, we've got dreams that we've not accomplished yet, and these guys are focused every day on just trying to get a little bit better, uh, let the score take care of itself, but let's just try every day to become the best version of us. Good stuff this evening, Coach Conker. We appreciate you joining us. Looking forward to the exhibition Thursday night against Mississippi College inside the Thomas Assembly Center. Well, thank you. It's great to talk hoops with you. It means it's here, and we look forward to seeing everybody on Thursday night. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. Beck, you know, you look at, and we talk, obviously, the first, I don't know, 10, 11 shows of the year centered around football and obviously off to a 2-6 and six start. Uh, I think you mentioned earlier some of the focus shifts a little bit towards basketball, um, and, and I think that's you couple that with the expectations for this team uh, having not been to the NCAA tournament since, I believe, 1991. You mentioned Kenneth Lofton Jr. You mentioned Kobe Williams. Isaiah Crawford's back. Amari Archibald's in his fifth year. Uh, there There's some faces on this team that I think is going to draw some big crowds into the Thomas Assembly Center. And I think, uh, like we talked about, I think they're picked number two in Conference USA. They have a golden opportunity Uh I'm not going to say to win this town over in what feels like a tough last, what, say four or five weeks, I guess you would say when you talk about tech athletics, but uh, they have a golden opportunity to get this thing rolling next Tuesday night against 14th-ranked Alabama. Yeah, the basketball team, Ben, has, has been a – I feel like we've had so many years we could have gone to the dance, you know, and it's like oh, it's always 
the Conference USA bid always seems to win their first game. Uh, you know, and and Tech just for whatever reason has had trouble getting through the Conference USA tournament. But Conkle does a great job. Seeing some uh, some Techs, unnamed Techs, are great coach. Love the coverage. Hope it's a great season for men's basketball. You're optimistic, Ben. I'm trusting you. I don't know a ton about the doll. The Dunkin and you'll Dogs. come to one game. I'll come to some games. Just okay. Let me know when you're going. We'll bring a kid or two, or three. Just two. I come to a few. Okay. Just two kids. That's plenty for us. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. When we come back from the break, Louisiana Tech traveling to UAB to take on the 2020 lock of the year. The Blazers. Dogs 13.5 point underdogs in Birmingham. We'll break it all down coming up next. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. Hey, DQ fans, craving the ultimate flavor experience? Well, look no further than the new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat. It's a symphony for those taste buds, made with rich fudge pieces, salted toffee, and caramel. It's blended to treat-tastic perfection with our world-famous soft serve. Try our new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Get your edge on local and regional sports with The Edge on Sports Talk Radio. Jim Taylor Fort Lincoln brings you the 7 to 8 a.m. hour Monday through Friday. It's local regional sports talk with an edge on Sports Talk Radio. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. The fight for bowl eligibility. Is that what 11 a.m. in Birmingham, Saturday morning. The 11 a.m. kickoff. Oh, coffee with the dogs. Coffee with the dogs. How about that one? How many fans you think are inside? I don't know what's uh, protective what's, stadium in what's, UAB. Uh, UAB? Well, I can look up. They UAB. hold forty five thousand. What's their attendance this year been? Like? Uh, probably about two. Oh, this is no, low. Nobody cares for them yet. Really? Yeah, the opener had a lot, and they opened the new stadium, protective stadium. Uh, but it looks like right now it's protecting fans from coming into the games. Really, Beck? I'll never give UAB a bit of credit. I'm sorry. You won't. No. No. I mean, they just do. They went. They won conference last year. They've won actually two of the last three. And they can't generate a fan? 
It's a little tough. They're in Bama's country. That's true. Roll Tide. Bill Clark, 45-25 and 25 during his tenure in Birmingham that dates back to 2014. Of course, they didn't play football in 2015 and 2016. Hmm. Uh, so what is that, 17, 18, 19, 20? Can you imagine being like, come on, guys. Only a year and a half before our first game. Let's get psyched. <laughs> Pump that iron, boys. Let's go. Got one coming up in 500 days. Quarterback drop back to throw. Work on the old mechanics. But, no, Bill Clark's done a good job in Birmingham. Like I mentioned, 45 and 25. Uh, won two of the last three Conference USA championships. They are 5-3 and three overall, 3-1 three and one in Conference USA play. Actually, last game they played, they lost 30-24 to 24 at home on homecoming. We know the feeling. To Rice, uh, that was a game in actuality. In actuality, they threw a touchdown with under a minute to go. 40-plus yard touchdown, but it was called back due to penalty. Ooh. Tough way to lose. Callback. You hate to see it. Hate to see it. They actually uh, also uh, one of the most penalized teams in the country. Uh, which, if you saw Bill Clark's actions at the Joe last year when they failed to tech on Halloween, it would not surprise you in the least. Yeah, you know, I was at a Halloween party for that one. Yeah, you missed the old lock of the year last year. I know. And, and I, you haven't seen a lock of the year dub since, uh, should ESPN put that graphic up <laughs> how long it's been for you? I don't, I was talking to my wife about that the other day, and that was her friend's party, and that, they were, for whatever reason, I didn't, I didn't argue it. Or I didn't push back too hard. I must have been in. Not. I must have been in the doghouse. Yeah, shocker. I must have been in a different doghouse than yeah, the Joe. Possibly. So I was at that party. I had it pulled up on my phone in the corner, and I asked my wife, "I was like, what's better, me watching it on the phone in the corner, or uh, being at the game and just not?" And she being said, at "Go this sit party? down and shut yeah, up and watch the game." Well, all the dads were huddled around, and we were all watching it. And I like then, it. Uh, saw Probably it. buffering a little bit. Yeah, it was actually buffering, and I missed the game-winning kick. And then the, <laughs> the next time it like loaded, it was like everybody was celebrating. Who made like, that game-winning kick? Oh, Baby Barnes did. Baby Barnes, 11 of 14 on the year for Baby Barnes. Actually had a, um, actually did not have a miss on Saturday. That was Cesar Barajas. Missed from 50 yards. I think he missed it 50 yards right as well. But uh, Baby Barnes having a solid year. <laughs> I realize that's the strategy with the, the old bombs. You know Caesar's got the leg. Got a boot. Uh, if we could combine uh, the Barnes' with accuracy. accuracy with Caesar's leg, we'd have a pretty good kicker. Can't do it. Also, gave up the old kick return on Saturday. Saw that, too. Saw that, too. And uh, burned a, a fake punt play. because. Oh, did uh, you like the old fake punt? I did like it, but I would have liked to have won. Otherwise, I would have, too. Kind of feels like you burned it. Can't do it again, that's for sure. Isaiah Graham also almost caught two touchdowns. Oh, i got to ask you about this. Ask me, Ben. Um, ben Bell. Yeah. Did you see oh, the old ankle I know, turn? I know where this is going. Had the old ankle turn. Left on a cart, returned later in the game. Ooh. How about that toughness? Pulled the old Paul Pierce. Did pull the Paul Pierce. Not a big fan of Paul Pierce, so don't bring his name up on the show again. <laughs> uh, you know, Ben, i don't got to be careful here. I don't love it. You don't love it? No. Uh, if you leave on a cart, how long should you be out? The cart is merely for transportation from field to ambulance, which is merely transportation from... Field to hospital, so I hate to see the cart come out if you could, especially if it's an ankle, and it's like, hey, it doesn't really matter if the boys carry you off, you know? If it's like a compound fracture and it hurts just it. a gravity hurts it, yeah. then yeah, get the cart. So, Ben, yeah, 
I'm not going to tell you to your face, but don't love the move. Uh, glad you came back. It's uh, Speaking of Ben Bill, you had some old cornrows out at yeah. practice last you, week. You kind of got to apologize to the boys on your way back out and be like, sorry, guys, totally overreacted. Came I'm fine. Back, came back to have two tackles for loss as yeah. well. Got the old shot in the locker room. Turns out I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> Turns out those Bell brothers are pretty tough. Yeah, they're tough. They're pretty tough. So, you know, but ultimately he's – Pretty important to the squad, so glad he came back. Question on the text line, what is Caesar's field goal percentage for this two. year? He's 0 for 2. So may want to abandon two. that strategy. He is Caesar the punter. Maybe give him an extra point to actually, get the confidence built actually up Actually averaging, I believe, over 43 yards a punt, which ranks 44th nationally, hey, for what which is we've not had bad. to deal with in the past, Caesar be the punter, not the long kicker. Barnes hit a 51-yarder last year. You're telling me he ain't got the leg? Must they must be discriminating against his facial hair <laughs> or lack? They thereof. think he's Baby Barnes. They think he's. We got to get him. Maybe he's a face tap. You know, maybe everybody would take him a little more seriously. Should have dressed up for Halloween <laughs> with a beard. Right. That's right. Looking Girl, at UAB, Dylan Hopkins expected to start at quarterback. Hopkins has started the last five games for the Blazers, taking over for Tyler Johnston the third. Dylan Hopkins, 1,291 yards, 11 touchdowns, and three interceptions. Dwayne McBride will start at running back. McBride averaged nine yards a carry as a freshman a season ago. Uh, has 627 yards, four touchdowns this year. Kind of makes up a little bit of a tandem at running back along with Jermaine Brown. Jermaine Brown is 5'8", 185. Dwayne McBride weighs in, and I guess he measures in at 5'11", weighs in at 215. So he's a little bit more of the Thunder versus Browns lightning. But McBride did have, I believe, a 75-yard tutty run against the Dogs last year. So he can tote the rock a little bit. Has a little bit of speed as well. Don't sleep on him. Big thing for the Blazers this year. Have had some injuries. Uh, Chris Mole, staple in that defense. TD Marshall as well at corner, uh, both out for the year. I uh, don't think that'll change up their defense too much schematically. They, listen, we know what they are. They're really good in the trenches, both offensive line, defensive line. They've abused Tech's deep, uh, offensive line in years past. At this point, why would we expect anything different? Mm-mm. I thought the O-line was a little bit better last week. wasn't great, but Antonio Moultrie, Alex Wright, Tyree Turner, the South Alabama transfer. And how about this one? You'll love this one. Fish McWilliams. Fish! lead a defense that has 22 sacks in eight games. Like we mentioned. Feels like one of those guys that got named after he was born, you know? Possibly. Like, hey, he looks like a fish. You want to go fish? Oh, let's <laughs> call him fish. Hey, hey, baby, he looks like a fish. You want to just call him? You want to call him fish? Or- let's go fish McWilliams. If we don't call him fish, somebody else will. Exactly. Let's get ahead of this. Nailed it. UAB 13.5 point favorite. Skip Holt spoke today uh, at the press conference. Defensively, I think it's important to point out uh, – David Blackwell's unit's doing a much better job over the previous, over the last three games, uh, in terms of some of the yardage totals that they're giving up. Uh, and listen, I think that it was pretty obvious in the first really three games of the year when you talk about Mississippi State, Southeastern, and SMU that you were going to give up a lot of yards. But you stretch that out to the first five games of the year, Tech was allowing 472 yards per game. That totals down to 367 over the last three games against UTEP, UTSA, and ODU. And some of that's due to Conference USA competition. But the unit's gotten better. 
Uh, they're banged up up front. I think Tristan Allen will miss the first half of this game due to a targeting call. Levi Bell's banged up with the knee. He missed the ODU game. We'll see where he's at on Saturday. Uh, it, it's really going to boil down to how good can Kiwi Rose, DJ Jackson, and some of those guys inside, Rashid Lyles as well, be against the UAB run game. And then, like we've seen for feels like infinite amount of years, uh, they run play action off of and like to throw the ball down the field, uh, like to run those tight ends, Prince, and the other guy's name escapes him, but they run them across the field, get some big gainers. Prince actually leads the team with 21 catches. Uh, so not exactly a uh, huge passing game with only 21 catches. I mean, Smoke has 44. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but does Tech traditionally struggle with a, a decent tight end? I feel like yeah, you, and maybe just it's stuck out of my mind. I think the games where they get torched by tight ends tend to stick out a little bit more. Did Southeastern have a, have a legit tight end or my? They did, I believe, and so did ODU. Yes. And uh, Koontz okay. lit us up. So, uh, so yeah, something about a big tight somebody end. Somebody guard Garrett Prince, <laughs> please. Somebody other than Grubs, yeah, and Fulp. Uh, put a safety on him or something. All right, Ben, give me one player. Hold on, i got to uh, ask you this. Offensively, if J.D. Head gets the start over Austin Kendall. Don't say over. Oh, because Austin Kendall's we'll out start, due to injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, Typical journalists, just I know. great in their narrative. Media 2021, BC's at the center of it. Um, I'll be honest, listen. I hate to say it, and this sounds terrible, but throw him to the wolves. Like let let's figure yeah. out how good this dude is because I think he's got some swagger. He's got some of that stuff in his neck that good quarterbacks have, and I want to see it show up on Saturday. Yeah, the 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 trick is to contain it so that he doesn't take off and try to uh, bulldoze through a linebacker again because it ain't going to work. <laughs> a little light in the britches, JD. We want to watch you for more than a quarter, so sling the rock. Don't get hit. Uh, but I'm with you, Ben. There's This is obviously not a situation we want to be in where we're talking about, hey, throw them to the wolves. But you're here, so uh, let's find something you gotta out. Got to figure out find what something you got. Yep. Got to figure out what. Yep. What, if, what if Skip goes with the old 2QB system? If Skip goes with 2QB, I may start my yard work about 1130 <laughs> because I'm sick of it, frankly. Not a Skip, big 2QB guy. Hey, Skip, I'll help you out. Aaron Allen ain't it. I mean, I've never seen a guy have 14 lives. And still be looking for his fifteenth one. It ain't it. That's been here twelve years. It ain't working. I think it's time. Let's see what JD can do. I think we need to figure out if JD can do it. And I say that because twenty twenty two can't be a rebuild. Can't be. It can't be a rebuild. And you're gonna have this this weird quarterback thing where you got the potential future against the guy that's been here a little too long and been hurt, and then uh, against the guy that's had a bunch of chances. So I need somebody to stick out. I wouldn't put it past the skipper to do a three quarterback system next year. See who's gonna, you know, give it a few games. About Twenty snaps a game. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't want that to happen. So I hope somebody steps up. Type Z on this game do it or again. What? I mean, I love to talk quarterbacks, but oh, do I got you? nothing good to talk about. Taves Beck was so jacked up when he saw that Philip Rivers said he mu- he would be open I, to coming to the. Saints. I used to hate that dude, and then then I watched a little. You know, you, you, I'm guilty of this. A well produced documentary will just suck me right in. And uh, I was like, you know what, Phil, uh, old Phil Rivers, he's a one of a kind. He's a gem. 
You mic that dude up and you got content for weeks. There ain't no doubt about that. Ain't going to be one cuss word. You can play it on every network. Dadgummit. That's what he likes to say. <laughs> Dadgummit. You seen that one where uh, he throw, he's like backed up on his own goal line, gets drilled, but throws like a screen pass and it's like a 99-yard touchdown. And he stands up and he's like, 99-yard touchdown. And the ref, he's like yelling on that dude's face and the ref has to come over and tell him like, to stop. Like, chill, Phil. Chill. Hey, Phil, take a chill, Phil. Hey, Phil, you're 38. You might now, have a heart attack. he's coaching his son's team, in, uh, right? Yes. So they're going to, I guess the season's probably almost over. And he said, I can go play the back half of the NFL season. Why not? Let's go you ahead. Think Saints call him? No. Let's go ahead and take our final <laughs> timeout of the evening. When we come back, we'll put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Take Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national, dot bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24 7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Hey, DQ fans, craving the ultimate flavor experience? Well, look no further than the new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat. It's a symphony for those taste buds, made with rich fudge pieces, salted toffee, and caramel. It's blended to treat-tastic perfection with our world-famous soft serve. Try our new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. It's time to move the chains. What are we prepared to do to win? Are you willing to strain a little harder? Are you willing to work a little harder? Focus a little harder? Head coach Skip Holtz and the Dog Brotherhood are ready to grind their way to the top of Conference USA. Feel the results all season long right here. Catch all the action of the 2021 Louisiana Tech football season live on Big Z Country 107.5 FM. Time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Got to put a bow on it on this Tuesday evening. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, real quick programming note. Lady Texters play next Tuesday night at 6.30 against Jarvis Christian. So we will not be on the air next Tuesday night. We will be on the air next Thursday night. You say we, but you don't mean it. Uh, I mean Bleed Tech Blue, bro. I'm taking the bye week. So if you don't want to tune in, go ahead and plan a date with your wife or something. Understand if you don't want to listen to just BC. Yep, it'll be BC solo. We'll go 6 to 7 o'clock next Thursday. BC and Tabes talking conference realignment for now. Oh, man. I am <laughs> sad I'm missing that. 
I'll I've, probably have to tune in on the old hunting trip. Kidding. We'll probably break down the Duck and Dogs matchup against Alabama. We'll also discuss Louisiana Tech's matchup with UAB and preview the matchup with, I believe, the Charlotte 49ers. Ooh, the college version of the 49ers. Oh, how about that? Man? Coming to the Joe that? next Saturday at 2.30 p.m. The last home game of the year. No, it? it's not. I was Southern Miss that. comes the next That's Friday. Right. Oh, the Friday night game. You like a big Friday night game on CBS Sports. I might Sports get jacked for that game. Might get a little amped up. You know, Fridays, you don't work too much. So. Whoa. Might be getting a little cold hey, to go yo. to the course, though, bro. Yeah, no, it's more the, the woods now. Okay. Yeah, it's the old woods. Got to get you out in the woods. The old 11 a.m. hunting trip. Got to love it. <laughs> Sounds like a doozy. All right. BC, did you win in fantasy Let's this week? just let me wear it. Just this tell Tabes all about it. I'll shut up and wear it. Tabes, you know, oh, if you were to take a guess about how bad Ben lost to, whoever you lost to this week, Ben, they got to be. Lost to my son. Pretty dang good. Uh Took the OL by the by about fifty six Berg. It was rough. Ben, it wasn't even close. And uh, shout out to Devonte Booker, big game last night. Yeah, didn't matter. <laughs> didn't matter. Uh, yeah, yours truly took it to Ben pretty good. So Ben is now one in seven. It's correct. Two of his last twenty one or twenty two. Oof, pretty tough. I'm uh, six and two. Feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Tabes, you got to be honest. Tabes, where are you say. at with your leagues? Are you uh, are you anything worth talking about? Uh, let's see, five and three, five and three, and three and five. But he knows how to get. He always figures 66% out a way to win. Sixty-six percent of the time, he's got a winning record, and that's pretty good. All the time, all the time. <laughs> Tabes, I got to be honest with you. I about I about put Tyler Lockett on waivers last week. Then he dropped <laughs> to twenty-six Berg this week. <laughs> while I started Kenneth with Gino, Ga- <laughs> while I started Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott gets all the carries. <laughs> well, BC, when you get beat by sixty, it wouldn't have mattered. Hey, you kind of got beat by a bunch of Tech former players. Boston Scott took all the all the uh, carries away from old Gainwell, and then oh, Ik well, see, that's punched the th- Gino that's right the thing, in the face, though. almost ended his Boston, career. Boston didn't take all the Gainwell got his carries as well. He got Boston late. just made made the. He just didn't do anything with him. Boston got in the zone, and so did Jordan Howard. Got in the zone, yeah. both of them twice. Ben's old team could be on waivers, and he could probably pick them back up next Four week. Four rushing would touch touchdowns <laughs> scored by Eagles running backs. None. No BC didn't get an air one. Not one. Taste. How about Jordan Howard rising from the dead? Well, how about this? When you look at uh, old Jalen Hurts had fourteen pass attempts. If I said, do you think he scores forty? The team scores forty four points off fourteen pass attempts. You told me they're playing the Lions. I said yes. Oh, the Lions, man. <laughs> they're so bad. Are they, the, are they the best 0-7 team of all time? What are they good at? I mean, at? you compare them to the other Detroit team that went 0-16. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky boys? I, I don't Was know. Was that Dan Orlovsky's team? Yeah. I, I think, oh, I I think that 0, that 0-16 Detroit team's worse than this one. Oh, I do too. I mean, I mean at least this one's been they game. Lost, they've lost on a bunch of last second. Yeah, they've been game. And, and yeah, didn't Justin Tucker like a 60-something yarder to 66 beat 66-yarder, yeah. Just the whole NFL record, no big deal. Uh yeah, tough, uh, tough going there in Detroit. But they're not too happy with the Stafford golf trade. Not coming out good on that end. I uh, got some news though. Um, actually, playing Sutton next week should be an easy dub for me for your Sutton. Yeah, for me. 
You know, something was talking about. I had a keg schedule, but he's playing. What are you, one and twenty-one the past two years. Uh, two and twenty-two. Tapes. Two, two and twenty-two. No big deal. Both my running backs projected twelve or less. Like no big deal. The only silver lining for Ben Tapes is that there's another guy in our league that's <laughs> even equal, worse. equally as horrible. He's, no, he's worse. <laughs> well, at least you've got something to compete for. Yeah, we've been talking all the smack about Ben. He's not even in last place. <laughs> no. What's what's the um what's the gimmick this year? Seventy-two hot dogs. Seventy-six hot dogs 76 in a week. Hot dogs in a week. Like the the guy that aka death Ooh, so that's like ele- 11 a day yeah that's that's the math tapes but the other guy kevin if he loses he'll do it in like three days probably. it's like more than a pack of hot dogs each day Ugh, my wife's a dietitian and she is yeah why do hot dogs come in packages of eight hey what's hilarious about packages this of six? that's a good question tapes oh this is like father of the bride maybe you can figure that out there bc i might could tapes uh Tabes, right around the time we decided this to be our punishment, some article came out that said every hot dog you eat, it takes 32 minutes off your life. <laughs> that is that is a very good... Very Blue good Take Blue point. Radio may be ending a few years early if BC loses the, <laughs> loses the league. It might be uh, going in the ground a little sooner than I expected. All right. <laughs> here we go. Time to get out of here. Louisiana Tech traveling to UAB. 13.5 point underdogs are the Bulldogs over under... Set at 49. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday morning on CBS Sports Network. Beck Haynes, let me hear your pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 24. 24 to. So if we score one touchdown and then 24-13. Okay, fair enough. To, we lose. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, Taves, what you got? 35 to 10. UAB. Thought Tabes was going to say twenty-five to fourteen. I'm going to take UAB at twenty-seven to seven. Wow! Sorry, baby Barnes. It's going to be a tough. <laughs> you ain't getting a field goal. It's going to be a tough offensive performance for the dogs in this one. There is uh, no doubt about that in my mind. Hey, listen, I would gladly. Gladly love to be wrong, but last week I said Tech would beat ODU twenty-three to nine, and ODU actually scored twenty-three points, and the Dogs only scored twenty. So I, think uh, I had them at like forty something. So how about know. some uh, reverse psychology for the Dogs this week? Before we get out of here, BTB down on the Dogs right now. Uh, before we get out of here, actually got to go through some of the Conference USA matchups. Oh. Do you have to? Yeah, North Texas traveling to Southern Miss. That should be a doozy of two teams that won't be in Conference USA. Rice traveling to Charlotte. Middle Tennessee traveling to Western Kentucky. Marshall traveling to FAU. Old Dominion travels to FIU. And UTSA traveling to UTEP. So, been a fun show this evening. Like I mentioned just a few minutes ago, we will be on the air next Thursday night, 6 to 7 p.m. as the Lady Texters play on Tuesday night in their home opener against Jarvis Christian. So Bleed Tech Blue Radio will be back on the air. Sports Talk at 97.7 next Thursday night, 6 p.m. sharp. So for Beck Haynes, for our producer, John Tabor, I'm BC. We'll see you.
Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. I didn't mean it like that, though. Right, That's it was a negative hold on, comparison. Now, hold on, I had it. I was, I was driving, and did I had Did you crash? Call. Did you crash? Or no, I- dude, I almost did. Because <laughs> I was like, what? For one thing, Tom Brady is a multiple Super Bowl winner no, at this I, time. No, I, I didn't but mean it like yeah, that. Baker's not on his line. Hold on, That's not- but he could throw the ball up anywhere in the field, and Randy Moss is going to get it. Baker Mayfield's hitting Odell in the hands, and he's dropping it. Yeah, but it's Odell totally didn't – before now. he got to Cleveland, he was making some catches that made him he made one, one of the catch. most – He has a, right – He's a Javadian clown. No, he, <laughs> no, he, 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 did, he did break records. I mean, he's got if, records. if you don't remember, go look, it up. Go look yeah. at the numbers. Go look them up. Here's the thing. There are – now, we'll see if this happens. But there are a lot of people out there that think Odell Beckham Jr.'s career could mirror Randy Moss's. I'm not saying he might be quite as good as Moss. Remember, Randy Moss started with a bang, Rob, right, in Minnesota. Yep. Then struggled for a few years. Oakland and then he looked had bad. A, he looked and like then he had quit a in Oakland. You remember right. that? They, they right. released him. And then he had a second win that was great, and he's arguably the best receiver ever. I mean, probably behind Jerry Rice, obviously. But a lot of people think OBJ could have that if he gets with the right quarterback. I, I'm not so sure, but that's out there. All right, let's squeeze in Charles from uh, Charleston, South Carolina, yeah, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Charles? Yeah, great show as usual. Thank Just you, buddy. Just a couple of quick things. Just a couple of quick things. Um, like you said, Daddy needs to stay out of it. I don't know what, why. Yeah, um, that ain't helping. While LeBron, while LeBron would, would even get involved in basketball, it's a total different mentality. The superstar has to be involved in order for it to work. Right. Um, but the biggest thing, two biggest things. First off, Landry is now and has always been a better receiver than uh, Odell. Odell, to me, is a young Deshaun Jackson. That's it. You follow uh, what I'm saying? I, I think he was better than Deshaun. Though. Yeah, but he was at his height. Yeah, he, he Deshaun's has... a one-trick pony. I mean, not to diss him, but he's a deep threat, period. Right. Pretty but much. you got to look at if you and, – and I think it's been clouded, Chris. I don't think people know – like some of the records that OBJ set. Right. Like, they don't. Like his first four years was as good as it gets. I mean, he right. was, he was a talented receiver who was putting up unprecedented numbers. That's why he got paid. He yep. got paid for a reason. Yep. He broke tons of records. Now, granted, we know they throw more and they catch more today. Right. So we understand that, but still he did it and more than anybody else was doing it. So. He was legit, and obviously now he's struggling, so we'll see where his career goes from here. We got Randy Mueller coming up in a moment, but first, the gas man, David Gascon the second with the update. Chris, Chris, we'll start things off first, obviously, with Major League Baseball, the World Series, the Braves, the Astros. Game number six, it's on Fox. There is no score just yet between these two squads. Max Fried 
pitching tonight for the road team in this affair. Luis Garcia going for Houston in the Freed contest. is the guy you want on the mound tonight, no? That's right. That's right. What kind of chips you, you got go? on this, Rob? Got a few shekels on this. No, I didn't he was put afraid. it on Shekel City. No, afraid. I didn't put it as a parlay. Oh, I didn't do that. Right. But do you have wings on it with anybody? Uh, I have wings on some with some staff at MLBBro.com. Nice. Sure he does. <laughs> I think they get it done tonight. They get it done. Uh, who had the Bucks tonight? I did. Uh, Rob. You're on your way. Shekel City. Don't, don't act like that deserves Shekel some credit, City. 